What is going on, y'all? It's MGrads in the building. Sorry, I was on a little hiatus for a second, but now I'm back. You know, things happened. Things changed. It's all good. But anyways, I want to dive right into it because it's kind of sad seeing what has happened to Sebastian Telfair. Um... I mean, it's just a sad situation. Like, this kid at 14, 15 years old was dubbed, you know, with the best point guard to ever come out of New York. I mean, like, Rod Strickland didn't ever live, but, or Stefan Marbury. But, um, <clears throat> I mean, it's hype. Everyone wants to blame hype for it. Like, he was on the cover of slam with LeBron James. Okay. Imagine being compared as the next two phenoms in high school, right? And you and LeBron James are on the cover of slam together. You're a junior. He's a senior. Okay. <clears throat> They're pretty much saying you and LeBron James are in the same class, right? Of player. Okay. Fast forward. Wow. Dude, look at that time flies. Fast forward 17 years later. Okay, like the documentary should be done on from the slam cover to both their careers to now. Obviously, we know where Sebastian is, but like LeBron still has like chapters that haven't even been written yet. You know, just imagine that. Like, just imagine that. You're 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 being as as a 17 year old or however old he was as a junior. You know, I'm sorry, but as a 17-year-old, you're being touted as, like, the second coming, like, it's you and LeBron. You guys are going to change the game of basketball. Like, it's about to go down. Like, you know, like, you're going, you're in New York City. You're with Diddy. You know, you're with Mace. You're with Nas. You're with everybody. I don't even know who was hot back then. Hove. Like, everybody. X, Swiss Beats. Like, everybody's at your games. In high school, Stephon Marbury is your cousin. Jamel Thomas is your brother. Two legends from Lincoln. Two New York legends. If y'all don't remember Jamel Thomas of Providence, YouTube him. Because <laughs> that boy was a problemo, okay? And we all know who Stephon Marbury is. Like, that's not, that's not even a question. So look at your lineage right there, <clears throat> okay? You the younger brother. You the little kid who the basketball was bigger than dribbling up and down the court when Steph was playing. Like, and you be dribbling up and down the sidelines following your big your cousin Steph and your big brother. Like, that. that's... that's Sebastian Telfair, okay? Like, that's his lineage. But think about it, okay? Like, watching that thing in the courtroom yesterday was, like, so, like, disheartening. Like, it's just like, man. <clears throat> because when I say Sebastian Telfair didn't make it, I don't mean, like, his career was bad or anything like that. Like, he had hype as, as a high school sophomore. His hype in high school outweighed everything. Okay? So he didn't live up to the hype. Okay? A lot of guys don't. Right? I'm not saying that. Like, take Lance Stevenson. Lance Stevenson was, was touted born ready. Like, he was in New York serving, he was in New York serving, serving the, the, the NBA dudes as a high school, in high school as a sophomore. Okay? He was killing dudes at, at Dickman. He was killing the Dykeman. He was killing dudes everywhere. At the Rucker, all that. Like, I met Lance when he was 13 years old. Yeah, I mean, me, I try, 
<laughs> yeah, I know. I'm beating everybody. I was the first person to film Lance and put him on YouTube. I wasn't the first person to tell people about him. When I, when I met Lance, <clears throat> he had a, um, when I met Lance, him or his pops was wearing, his potting was his pops, was wearing the New York Times or the Daily News, one of the two, one of the covers of, a, of this talking about, hey, he's only 13 years old. I'm talking about Lance, Lance in eighth grade killing at Rucker or something like that. And uh, it had a picture of him of the newspaper on his T-shirt. <clears throat> you know, sorry. But yeah, so like, that's, that's what's, um, that, that's, that was, that's funny to me. But getting back to Sebastian, oh, and Lance and Sebastian all went to, they all went to, all these guys went to Lincoln. Isn't that crazy? That's why people talk about New York's the best, best city in the world. Uh, anyways, we're not going there yet. Okay. But getting back to Sebastian. He made it, obviously. He made it to the NBA. Most guys don't. There's a lot of guys who don't even get that far. There's a lot of guys who don't make it past college. I mean, past high school. Like, we've seen that story way too many times. Um, <clears throat> Sebastian is probably looking at LeBron and saying, damn, I'm supposed to be like this dude. Like, what happened? You know? Like, what happened? <clears throat> I mean, he was a number, what, 13 pick? Coming out of high school. Six-foot point guard. Um... There was a lot to work on with his game, but, I mean, he was only, what, 18, 19 years old, okay? <clears throat> Getting traded has a lot to do with the guy's uh, psyche also because he's like, man, they don't want me anymore, you know, but it's just a business. But it's like there's so many other variables. Seeing the pain that was, <clears throat> sorry, y'all, seeing the pain that was in his heart when he was talking about it, like him just losing his mind. For him to even be in that situation, take Maurice Claret, for example. Look at both of them, okay? Look at both of them. Similar situations. Maurice Claret was touted. <laughs> you saw it that one year at Ohio State or two, however many years he played, but you, you saw it. Like, did Maurice Claret need to play college football anymore? No, he didn't, okay? But what he did, you can't take on the NFL. But what I'm saying is, look at the situations. They were both sitting in cars like they were about to go, it's not funny, like they're about to go do a real-life Call of Duty mission, okay, on somebody. <clears throat> that's not funny. But that's the same, the similar situations. What drives these guys to become war-ready like that? You know, what is it? You know, what, what, I mean, to, just to resort to that level of violence, it's like, that's PTSD in a, in a form of like, what do you mean? Okay, Sebastian, Maurice Claret, both had the spotlight on them. Both. LeBron James is messing with both of them. You know, like they put one on the same level and Maurice Claret was like, I'm you in football. You know, I'm not, this is no factor of LeBron. LeBron has nothing to do with any of this stuff happening. What I'm saying is like the level he's attained compared to both of these guys who were both told they were on the same level by a lot of people in social media. We can't just say media anymore, okay? You can't say that, especially when it comes to sports. You can't just say media. You got to say social media because that's who's talking about it, all right? So <clears throat> it's the level 
that they're supposed, they think they're supposed to be on. Okay. And it's the paranoia that they're like, man, they're like, fuck everybody. You know, <clears throat> these niggas is only fucking with me because of who I was. And in the bitter core world, yeah, that's exactly the, the honest truth. Like people move on. It's just, it's just how it happens. You know, there's like, but here's the thing. Those guys also go into shells of their own and they start, they cut everybody off. Okay. They cut everybody off because the phone calls they still get is still, yo, I need help. Can I get this? Can I get that? Can I get this, man? I need this. I need that. And I mean, that shit drives you crazy. Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. Think about if 97% of your phone calls was somebody asking you for something. Money, time, something. Okay? That's how it always is for these guys. All of them. All of them. All of them. You know? And then when they get to the level of retirement and then, the, and then they start getting phone calls from former teammates, it's like, hmm, why is this motherfucker calling me? Okay? Shit, not even, not even when they retire, when they sign that big-ass contract, they start getting calls from dudes out the league. They start getting calls from former teammates, from old dudes, talking about, yo, what up, man? Float me this. Float me that. Y'all think I'm playing. But anyways, <clears throat> these guys see LeBron, whom they were compared to, and they're like, man, I ain't making LeBron's a god. Because let's face it, that's, he, that man is, is a walking god. I'm sorry. He is like he's done it the right way, his way. But <clears throat> they see him and they're just like, man, they see other guys who they who 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 they used to destroy in high school, destroy and be like, man, I used to kill this nigga in high school. Do you understand that is the worst thing you could ever hear somebody say? You know, and that's what they be saying. So they're just looking at it. and They're like, damn, dude, what happened? And what Sebastian to go to college? Well, he got to fall back on. None of his homies went to college. You know, his brother Jamel went to college, but his brother's, what, eight, ten years older than him? He's living his own life. You know? Like, and it's not even a, a knock on Bassie. It's just the truth. I mean, so what does Bassie have to fall back on? He don't know nothing, so what does he go to? He goes back to the streets. Same with Maurice Claret. He didn't finish college. Man, fuck am I going to class for <laughs> you know, why would, why, why, why would Maurice Claret even go to school? And, and you guys don't understand that. It's like, it's like, well, he's there to get an education. No, the fuck he's not. He's there to make, he's there to win championships and bring the boosters and, 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 and people who paid him to go there to win them their money back by telling their other rich friends that, no, we won. Okay. Maurice Claret is not there to fucking take no Algebra two test. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Neither are none of these guys. All right. And that's the, and that's the fine line that people get. It's like the same guys getting mad at these dudes are the same ones who get older, become rich and go back to the college and donate. And then want to be like, I want to beat so-and-so. Okay. So like, let's, let's just cut it all out. But anyways, <clears throat> these guys have reached a level that of, of, of how they peak in high school. You know how some girls peak in high school? <laughs> you know, and then you see him like five years later out of high school and you're like, whoa, <laughs> yeah. same with dudes. Okay. I'm sorry, ladies. If you get mad at me for saying that same with dudes, dudes peak in high school and that's a factor of them. Okay. I see, I hear some of y'all some ladies sometimes talk about, but anyways, but I'm just saying like they peak in high school with popularity. 
okay? Like, you got slammed, everybody coming at you and, you know, whatever it is for football. So, <clears throat> and then after your first year, what, you win a national championship, you're, you go over for 1,700 yards, as Maurice Claret did, score with seven, over 18 touchdowns. Like, that man was a monster. <sighs> okay? <clears throat> and then once you stop running, Sebastian, you weren't even playing at Minnesota. I mean, you barely were. You're getting. He was he was barely getting like 15, 20 minutes, and that's when Minnesota was bad, and they had like all those point guards. But I'm just saying, it's like, and he bounced around, and it's just like, and then they let him out the league, and it's like, <sighs> the league is a drug, man. It's show business, y'all. Show business. Show business is a drug. It's fame. It's the lights. That's why guys will come, will stay in the NBA and take five, six hundred thousand, seven hundred thousand dollars a year, opposed to going overseas and making two, three million. Excuse me, excuse me, making between eight hundred thousand up to three million dollars, four million dollars up to. They could tax free, in a sense. I know the rules have changed now, so it's not as tax-free as people think. But, like, dudes are going to China getting $1.6, $1.8, 2000000 million, you know, like, but you got to average 40 out there. But what I'm saying is the NBA is the ultimate goal for all these dudes. And then when Sebastian Telfair doesn't make it, I had a guy hit me up today and tell me and, t- and say, and say, well, Sebastian Telfair made it. He played 10 years in the league. He made about $20 million. Okay, half of that was taxed. Okay? Half of that was taxed. All right? And then he had to take care about, man. Because Steph was, listen. Okay, guys. Let me break it down to you. So his rookie deal was the 13th pick. Back then was that 2004? Yeah, 2004. They were probably, he probably got 13th pick. He probably got assigned it like a three-year Glenn Robinson rule. He probably sounded like a three-year, probably like five, six million dollar deal. Seven maybe tops. I'm not. I, I mean, let me look it up. Hold on. He probably signed a. Um, yeah, whatever. Let's just say he made seven million on his rookie deal. So he's making. What? I mean, it's it's. It, I think it was two, two, and one, but back then too. So obviously, it's a two-year deal. And then they kept him for like one, and then they traded him in his fourth. Like getting traded under rookie contract is, is crazy for some guys. But like this is Sebastian Telfair. Everybody told him he was king. He was God. He was gonna be the best point guard in the, that the basketball has ever seen. You know, like what is he supposed to do? You know, don't go to college. What do you need college for? Which he didn't. Um, you know, he didn't need college, but he he did in a sense. It was like. You got an 18-year-old, fresh out of high school. The world is at his fingertips, at his feet, everything. And it's just like, what do you tell him? Everybody wants him to go here. Everybody wants him to go there. You know, he's got grown men kissing his ass. Like, what are you supposed to, how, how do you come up to him and tell him, the guy who's feeding you? How do you tell the guy who was feeding you, yo, you need to chill out. Yo, you need to call him. We need to get in the gym, bro. We need to do this. We need to do that. 
like, and then the rest of everybody's like, man, go, Bassy, Man, you look so good, man. You was out there on the court, dude. Blah, 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 blah. Man, and then you did this. And, oh, man, then, hey, we going to the club tonight, bro. I got bottles. I got this. Don't even worry about it, bro. You're just going to walk in. It's going to be like a movie, bro. It's going to be like a movie. You're going to walk in and da 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 And so as a 19-year-old, what's more cracking to you? Getting in the gym when you're a millionaire. See, people saying, I'm, I'd be in the gym. I'd do da 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 Okay, no, you wouldn't. And you already went to the gym. You had practice that day. Okay? You had practice. <laughs> you're in the gym. You, you're in the gym from, let's just say, 10 to, to 1.30, 2 o'clock. You put, your, you put your time in. All right? Practice is over. Got practice tomorrow at 10 o'clock. <laughs> you're 19 years old. You know? You're not... <laughs> <laughs> do you understand what I'm saying people don't think man I'd be in the gym I wouldn't go to the club Da-da. at 19 years old it's kind of hard okay it's kind of hard fresh out of high school okay when LeBron's in town okay when 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 anybody's in town your people's in town Steph's in town okay he was in the league then when Steph's in town you see him you're not going to go out oh man Steph's out he got to play tomorrow <laughs> you know, like y'all, y'all don't, y'all don't be understanding. Like it's not as easy as y'all normal people think sitting at home, you know, going to do a nine to five every day, not hating, not saying that's bad. I'm not saying that. Just saying the worlds are different and y'all don't understand that. Like a 19 year old kid with nothing to do after being in the gym for four and a half, five hours. Sometimes that's on them, but being in the gym, like, I already, already, already put in my work today, you know? <laughs> so it's like, you got the world at your fingertips and everything and people kissing your ass, and then that slowly starts to fade away, you know? Then you get traded. You don't, you don't live up. And then when you get to Minnesota, you're like, oh, man, where the hell am I? Like, what is going on? <laughs> like, are you serious? You know? And it's just like, okay, then you get traded again. And it's just like man and you don't you just don't pan out like you you never get to a role you're on the bench you never get to play people see you and you're like man I love man I love watching you in high school I'm in the NBA okay and guys are telling me I loved watching you in high school you were so cold it's like wow you know (laughs) like fans don't understand what they're saying to these guys sometimes you know what i'm saying like what like i you're in the nba you accomplished your dream okay and they're telling you man i loved you in high school you were so cold it's like (laughs) think about that you know it's like come on man you just got to understand like when these guys that's why the guys who don't make it hold a certain grudge about the system and everything. You know, like Dwayne Wade proudly says he wasn't McDonald's All-American. He didn't go to none of them camps. He didn't do nothing. You know, the cream always rises. You know, but a lot of it, it's, I mean, the hype machine nowadays, it's like these kids have to make it, you know. And that's not just coming from scouts, like I said. It's coming from social media. Because you got people, you know, who... take a lot of what these guys say including myself is gospel and it's just like i'm just like yo sometimes i just be saying shit y'all you know but when it comes down to like talking about players 
games, like, I'm being serious with that. But, like, you got guys with way bigger accounts than me saying things about players, and you're just like, man, like, <laughs> what? So it's not just, it's not just, <clears throat> it's not just um, media. It's social media, like I said. But back when Bassey was doing it, social media isn't like it is today. So, but it was, it was the slams and all that stuff. But like, when you go from walking into a place and everybody says, Bassey, oh man, they get up and they hug you. You know, you walking into a shoe store, you walking into this, you walking into that, and you walking out with bags for free and you got your homies with you and they got something, you know, you feel like a God. Then when you go in there, <laughs> then when you go in there and you're still in the league, you in the league now, you go in there and, mo- and people won't even look at you. They won't even help you. They'll look at you like, look at this nigga. Bastion Telfair is supposed to be all that. He don't even play in the NBA. Listen to what you just said. He don't even play in the NBA. He still made it. But he didn't. It's the hype that he didn't live up to. That's what's driving him. That's why... Like I said, the drug of fame that gets taken away and it's like that he didn't even ask for. It's like, why do all these people hate me? What did I do to any of these people? Why are people happy that I'm not in the NBA anymore? Like, does it feel good to tell me that, man, I'm so glad you, I, I told you we're going to make it. You need to stay cocky and humble. But it's like, you say that, but at the same time, you were the one holding a sign saying, on my documentary, saying, come to Louisville, come to Louisville. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's like, what, 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 what we have to do is stop looking at it as like, how do I say this? Like, that hype is real and it can take you a long way. And some guys don't live up to it. But when you are brought up being told by everybody, I got you, don't worry about nothing, I'm going to take care of it, and then you come out for the draft, you don't get drafted, or you don't make it, and you see that same person, and they say, oh, they walk past you, oh, what up, fam, oh, my bad, I didn't see you, what's good, how you doing? Oh, okay, good, all right, man, I'm going to hit you later, though. You see that? It's like, you know, but I mean, it's just a slippery slope. It's a, it's a, it's a crazy world, you know, like it, it, that happens with everybody. But like what I tweeted earlier is like when I was saying like these kids are childhood stars. Okay, like uh, what's the crime stopper? My boy, Akil Carr. Akil Carr was more famous than anybody in high school. Okay, the crime stopper. They called him the crime. He would, his high school games would bring the hood niggas in and they would not even act up just to watch him play. Okay? Like, <laughs> like what? Where is the kill car? Yeah, he still gets videos mixed here because of what he did in high school. But it's like, dude, nah, he didn't make the NBA. Whatever. Should he have? He should have got a shot. I mean, he was good. Why not? You know? But nobody's going to take a chance on a 5'5 hood legend called the cr- crime stopper. You know, and it's just like sometimes people try to outsmart the system. Sometimes 
and this is where I catch hell. Sometimes it's the parents. Okay. Oops. Uh-oh, uh-oh, M-Grads, here we go. Oh, shit. M-Grads is about to say some shit that's going to get him in trouble with nobody, but still. <clears throat> yes. There are handlers. There are hangers-on. There are big bros. There are uncles. There are trainers. There are agents. There are financial advisors. There are managers. There are marketing guys. There are everything that comes with being a 14-year-old. Normal 14-year-old, right? You know? Joke. But 15-year-old, these are all these guys who are around. Okay? Where are the parents? Uh, Marcus, how can you say... Question. Where are the parents? Okay? You guys see that. You guys see your kids. You go to the games. You see that grown-ass man talking to your kid. Okay? Like, it's different. Like, they won't even, some of these dudes won't even get to try and get to know the parents. And that's why I think that the parents are talking about grown-ass men talking to kids. Like, you can't go and talk to a kid and not talk to the parents if you're a grown-ass man. Like, you have to talk to the parents first. That's why I love so many of my moms. They still miss me. It's like, I show them all love and respect. You know, like, you, 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 you can't talk to a kid without, you know, like, introduce me to your parents, please. Like, you know, I knew all the kids' parents. Congratulations with all of them. Some of them didn't. Some of the moms, it's funny, because sometimes the moms don't like me and the dads will love me. You know? <laughs> so, it's, it's funny. It's funny. But, I, I mean, anyways, I'm not talking about me. I'm just talking about, like, there are people like that. We're just saying, like, <clears throat> who, like, show all this. Like, but the parents, you got to know, but situations that the parents are in they know what's going on yeah so I don't want to get too deep in that situation but the parents should be should know what's going on with their kids but it's like think about this essentially your 16 year old kid is keeping everything in the house on How do you, it's a slippery slope to say things, but it's like, what do you do? Like, you are living in a one-bedroom apartment with four kids, you know, in, I mean, we all know, in, in Mississippi, and then your son comes out here, and now you're living in a, you're living in a, a you know, a five-bedroom crib, you know. <laughs> it's like, how do you discipline that? As a parent, well, how do you how do you act to that? Do you understand? It's like, well, I do this. No, you wouldn't, because if your kid became an actor and started making five, six, seven hundred thousand dollars to a million dollars to twenty million dollars as a fourteen, fifteen year old a year, sixteen year old a year, and you tell him you can't go out, uh, excuse me, <laughs> huh, uh, mom? You like that new bed bedroom you're sleeping in? It's bigger than your old house, and you're, I can't go where. Yeah, okay, Mom. Yeah, yeah. Sure, Dad. <laughs> sure, Dad. <clears throat> yeah. You know, that's what I'm saying. And it's not like a knock on it, but it's just like a situation. People don't people don't look at that the whole... They look at it as, I wouldn't. Me and me. Yes, I, me. I would never. 
but it's like you don't know what you would do or wouldn't do in that situation because you've never been in it. But imagine you're struggling a lot, okay? And your kid is really good at a sport. And then people come to you and they're like, man, da-da-da-da-da, da-da-da-da. Hmm. Oh, wow. Man, I had a light bill that was late. I had a, I, man, my rent was late. All of a sudden it's not. Oh, wait, wait a minute. You want him to go to your school and, and I, I can move from where I'm living and I get a nice place and I have a bedroom for my other two kids just because you want them to play basketball? <laughs> what do you expect them to do? Look into the situation. They're going to look the gift horse in the mouth. That's what we've always been told. Don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Like nobody's going to go to Google and be like, who is such and such and such and such. They're going to be like, yes, my kids are going to get fed. My kids will have clean clothes. I'll have a washing machine in my house. Okay. I'll have a refrigerator in my house. That's, that's not 40 years old that you don't have duct tape everywhere. You know, my kids won't be eating government cheese. There's aspects people don't look at that these kids get. Like, read the article about Bryce Harper, you know? And his parents were like, he was playing base, playing like 200 games in a summer. He was not home the whole summer. He was going from team to team to team. Where's Bryce Harper? It's a very few chosen kids who make it. Do you understand what I'm saying? But don't think Bryce Harper's parents weren't getting stuff. Don't think that, you know, like, it just happens in one sport. You know, like we've seen Alabama football. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. I don't care, man. You know, we've seen Clemson football. So I'm just saying, like, <clears throat> kids getting everything handed to them at 16, you're a grown man. Then you guys go to this thing called college. And then, man. Some kids aren't one and dones, you know, like some kids aren't some kids. Sh that's why this NBA rule is so because some of these top tier athlete kids would have a better chance of making it and staying it and getting to their second contract, their real second contract, if they can go straight from high school to the NBA. But the NCAA can play with the young, the young kids, the young athletes, OK, careers and say, no, no, we need you to. We need we need you we need you guys to keep this this thing going. So NBA, we have more money than you because we don't pay our guys <laughs> at all, <laughs> nothing. And we, if they do get money, they get in trouble. But hey, NBA, let's make a deal, okay? Let's make a deal. You guys are upset with your product. People are complaining. So how about this? We'll tell them we'll get send them to college for six months, and they'll act like they love it. Okay, they'll, they'll tell them to make sure you say it's the greatest time of your life. You know, we'll have MTV songs playing and everything's good. It's like, no, they should they should be able to make those decisions. All those kids. NFL is the only thing I agree with because. Whew, 19 year old Maurice Claret coming up the middle against Brian Erlacher. Oh, man, and that just wouldn't have ended well. I'm sorry. Like <laughs> this is the NFL, guys. It's like the NBA. Like when you guys see like like. Like, 15th man, like, Langston Galloway got, I'm not even saying he's a 15th man, but Langston Galloway um, got 66 in a, in a pro-am game against dudes who played overseas and stuff like that. Like, these guys are really, 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 really good in the NBA, okay? When you guys call them trash, you guys are calling them trash like you could beat them, okay? When I say somebody's not good, I'm talking about NBA comparisons, 
there's there's a difference. Like I there's not one player in the NBA or WNBA for that matter I could beat one on one. Okay. Oh, I could no you couldn't. <laughs> no you couldn't. Okay, and I'm not talking about you guys who play professional basketball overseas, and I'm not talking about you guys. I'm talking about the couch commandos and the guys like that who, you know, who post who post videos of themselves playing pickup basketball to be like, I'm a trainer. Like, fuck out of here. Anyways, back to what I was saying. These kids are given so much and given everything so young that you can't tell them anything. So it's just like you guys know from watching childhood stars, what happens? The spotlight is taken and they don't know how to cope because everybody who told them that they'll take care of everything and everything, they'll be there for them and you ain't got to worry about nothing. And I got you. You my little bro. I love you. You my dog. Like, we going to be boys forever. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, no matter what, riding da 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 So it's just like, when those dudes go away, who do they turn to? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, who do they turn to? And then, and then, and then, and then the sad thing is, is that I've seen resentment come from parents, from kids who don't make it in a sense of like, shit, what happened? We were going so good. Everything was, you know, like I've seen relationships marred, especially like But I'm just saying, people don't understand what having the spotlight can do for kids. Like, they're, they're, I mean, look at Lenny Cook, you know, look at, there's many guys. Like, people don't know, Ronnie Fields got into a car accident and got his neck broken, okay, before he went to DePaul or his, after he, his, whatever. He never should have gone to college. There's no point for him to go to college. Like, why? He should have just gone straight to the NBA. Like, there was so much stuff going on with him and going to college. It's like, just say, fuck it, I'm going pro. I don't need to go to college. Like, what's Ronnie Fields doing at DePaul? (laughs) Like, what? Like, huh? Like, that's, that's, that's just, but anyways, I'm not getting into that. But I'm just saying, it's like, the guys who were childhood stars, like, I mean, Lance made it in the sense, Lance made it, okay? Lance got his opportunity. Lance was killing. I think he, the biggest mistake he made was leaving Indiana. He should have stayed in Indiana. You know, Larry Bird would have remembered that and taken care of him down the road, you know. But once he left, <clears throat> everything changed, but whatever. He made it to the NBA but he didn't see the thing as the hype that was bur- that was put upon him, the level that he was supposed to achieve. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like LeBron has surpassed that. LeBron was supposed it was was the chosen one. All that he he surpassed that. Like everybody knew he was gonna be that nigga in like <laughs> year one. I'm sorry. Like I say, he's the best player to come in the NBA it's from 2003. Since he came and stepped foot in the league, he was the best player. I don't care. I don't care. Yes, Shaq was in the NBA. I know all that. Okay, LeBron, LeBron came in the league as the best player. Okay, 99 on fucking 2K since, since 2003, all right? Like, fuck, fuck, fuck out of here, okay? And there's no knock on Kobe. There's no knock on anybody else in the league. But LeBron James was the best player. Tim Duncan, 
when he stepped in. LeBron James was literally like Michael Jordan when he came in that motherfucker. Like, I'm the best player here. I don't give a fuck if I'm not winning or whatever. I'm the best player in the league. <laughs> Period. And he essentially took the crown the game before All-Star Weekend, 2007, from Kobe Bryant. He, man, I, yo. That, and that's the year they went only to the finals. But anyways, 2007. That game, watch it on YouTube. Man, that was some of the best basketball you will ever see play. Kobe's going off too, though, but LeBron was just, no. No, LeBron took that shit to another level. But anyways, back to the original concept of Sebastian Telfair. He's a childhood star that that didn't live up to the hype in his eyes. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, how do I say? Is he like a Leaf Garrett? You know, like, you guys don't know who that is. Who can I compare him to? I mean, Lizzie Lohan? <laughs> you know, but that, that, I mean, think about it. I mean, the parallels are, are, not, are not quite similar, but they kind of are in the sense of the, the fall off. But Lindsay Lohan didn't ride around with guns. But I'm saying the way she, I want to know, because, I mean, Bassey was just one, I mean, I don't know. There's just so much going on there. Like, it's like, I just, like, I don't want to talk to him. Like, he's, like, and that's the thing. That's the thing. He, there was something inside, there's something inside of him eating him that he won't, that he can't talk about, that he won't talk about. You know, not with anybody that he knows, not with anybody, period. Because we're taught as men, as athletes, as everything to be, macho you know that's why when you attack an athlete's character what's the first thing you say about him oh he's gay i think he's gay oh he's gay because an athlete and that's just that's the like the the worst thing you can do to attack him okay so that's what's that's what that's what they say okay not i'm not now don't take that the wrong way i'm not saying there's anything wrong with that i'm not that that's your decision. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. But I'm just saying in society, being honest, that's, that's what people say about a macho person. Oh, I think he's gay. You know, they said about OBJ, they said about everybody. But what I'm saying is, like, people won't talk because there's just, like, we're taught to be macho. We're taught to be, hold your, harbor your feelings and just go out there and play basketball. Let, let, let the court be your therapy. You know, get it out that way. You know, like, talking about something is like, you know, like, Man, <laughs> people are so sensitive nowadays. I can't even say the shit, but I'm going to say it. Like, talking is for, like, we're taught, I'm sorry, in locker rooms, it happens, ladies. We're taught that that's for girls, okay? I'm sorry. And this is like, that's just how we're taught. That's just what we're said, you know? That's what our football coaches tell us anything, uh, you know, growing up, anything. That's what Marshawn Lynch was trying to tell that, that lady. It's like, yes, I talk a certain way, I say that, but it's just, just that's football. Okay, so anything you play football, anything you do that shows weakness or any form, what does the coach tell you? Stop crying like a girl. You know, you sound like a girl anyways. But what I'm saying is he has something inside that's eating him and he needs to talk about. A lot of these guys do. You don't know it could be anything. Like I said, like you get a phone call from somebody and you think it's, oh, man. And then, you know, you're talking, you're talking. And then it's just like, man, bro, check it out, man. You know? And it's like, and it's not even somebody who, who can do anything to pay you back. You know, there's nothing that they can do for you. 
it's, it's a, there's obviously different levels of people, but I'm just saying, like, this is your friend or somebody, but it's like, you pick up the phone because you ain't talked to him in a while, and you just want to talk to him, you want to rap to him. And then they're just like, man, bro, I hate to bug you, but, and it's like, they can't do, no, like, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, they, there's nothing that they can do. They can't bring you no other kind of money. They can't do nothing for you, you know? And it's like, or come do this, or come do that, or, man, it's for the kids, or always something pulling at you. And then <laughs> you're at rock bottom, these people still calling you, and they don't care, and that just shows you they don't care. They're not calling to ask about how you've been, how you're doing, you're not in the league anymore, nothing. They're just trying to be, Yo, so what's up, and small talking, yeah, man, I know you might be hurting, but, uh, man, can I, uh, can I, uh, so $20 million to somebody like a Sebastian Telfair, who's trying to keep up with somebody like a LeBron James or a Stephon Marbury, his cousin, which he can't, is like, is, is really hard to do. Because, like, he got to take care of himself first. You know? He got to take care of himself. He can't go buy Mama uh, 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 that penthouse in New York like he wanted to, like he was looking at. He can't do that. You know, he can't even get himself that. He's in Portland. Thinking he's thinking he's gonna thinking that he's gonna get handed the team and that'll make up for him being in Portland, and he comes there and it's like, uh, "What's up? What's up, fam? <laughs> Welcome to the NBA, son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring me, bring me, bring. Yeah, go to Voodoo Donuts. Uh huh. Yeah, okay, whatever. But yeah, you're cool. You're good in high school. Cool. Go to Voodoo Donuts and get me, um, give me twelve of them maple bacon's and man, give me give me twelve of them and. And bring me some coffee. Hey, bring me some coffee, too. Hey, while you out, go to the store, Bassy, and get this, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Bassy, Bassy, Bassy. Hey, 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 Take my car. Go get all the shit. And then get my car washed while you're getting all the shit. Okay. All right. And he had to do that. Think about that. That's the life of that NBA. Those, those times before everybody started crying about getting hazed and having to do rookie shit and all that stuff. But, like, let's see. <clears throat> getting to that. Okay, that's another. That's a, that's a completely other story. But having to do that, it's just like it's just like humbling and everything. But it's the NBA. But he's not supposed to be getting treated like this because I guarantee you, <laughs> I don't care what they say. All the niggas who was talking about man, LeBron good, but he ain't gonna be all that when you get to the. Remember the Cavs that little thing when they interviewed the Cavs when he was still in high school? Okay, like he didn't remember when he got there. I guarantee you, he ain't carried not near one of the niggas' bags, not a single. <laughs> LeBron, LeBron never got sent to the store at midnight for condoms. I tell you that. Much. <laughs> uh, let me stop. Let me stop. Oh man, but I'm saying, oh man. Sorry, y'all. I'm rambling, but let me close it up with this. It's not Sebastian Telfair's fault. Obviously, it is. He did it, everything. And I'm not blaming society. But I'm just saying, it's like, we got to stop looking at, like, when athletes do crazy stuff like that. Like what he did, like what Maurice Claret did, like a gang of other guys have done. I'm just using them as examples because they're so similar to me. But when you see that, it's just like, <sighs> they're crying out for help, obviously, but they don't know how, how, how else to do it. You know, like seeing Maurice Claret, when I saw the, the special on him, he was like, yeah, I was in jail. The judge told me out of my good behavior, I can do that. And he said, nah, keep me in general pop. I have a routine. I'm going to stick to it. 
Now, everybody told me Maurice Claret had them hands, so we know that that's in jail, but that's another story. What I'm saying is, um, I wouldn't say jail re rehabilitated him, but it, 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 it gave him time to sit there and think about a lot, you know, and he took the blame off of himself. He didn't put it on anybody, but I think he understood why he was thinking that way. And I think Sebastian never understood consequence. That's what I'm trying to say. That's what I've been trying to say this whole time. These guys never understand consequence ever. Do you understand me? They never understand consequence because they're the best at everything. Like their grades get changed. Like they get in trouble. They cuss the teacher out. Oh, I'm giving you examples of what happened when I was in high school. Okay. This is just, and I was city player of the year. These guys are national players of the year. So these are all examples of me. I'm snitching. I don't give a shit on myself. So, but anyways, grades get changed. They'll get in trouble. They'll cuss a teacher out and they'll come to, to, to the fucking to practice and the coach will pull out the referral and read the referral off to them. Okay, so check it out. I cuss the teacher out. I go to mother, I go to practice. I sit down. My coach pulls out the referral out of his motherfucking, out of his sock, reads it to me, and makes me run a couple fucking suicides and 16s and 8s and shit after practice. And I go home. I'm already in shape, okay? So, okay, cool. I'll run some suicides, whatever. Okay, so what, what am, how do you think I'm going to react to the teacher? I didn't tell her, of course, because I don't, I mean, I, don't, I don't want the motherfucking, the, the, gig to be, the jig to be up, you know what I'm mean? saying? So I didn't say nothing, but I just, what do you want me to say to her? How, how am I going to look at her? Like, bitch, you can't touch me. Like, fuck out of here. So I didn't understand. These guys on a completely national scale who got, who got shoe executives, grown-ass men kissing their ass, you know, you got reporters calling them. Who are you going to sign? You got people, oh, man, let me make an edit for you. Let me do this. Let me do that. Let me do this. Let me do that. Let me do this. Okay? And, like, you get in trouble at school. Oh, I swept under the rug. Okay? You do this at school. Oh, I swept under the rug. You don't go to class. Oh, don't worry about it. I'll talk to the teacher. Okay? Like, you're not going to play at high school. Coaches, AAU is a bad thing. Okay, your star player isn't going to play in high school. Okay? You don't think the coach is going to have a meeting with your teacher? Man, don't listen to me. Listen to me. I got cussed out my senior year, and verbatim, my coach said this to me. And I went down and talked to the poor old lady, and I told her that we needed you. Verbatim. And I can't believe I did that. I should have let your ass fucking fail. You wouldn't have played. And I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> See how that would have gone. But anyways, okay? So it's like, consequences never afforded to these guys so they don't understand it so your your whole life you're just like man i get away with everything doesn't matter doesn't matter like yeah my girl catch me cheating she ain't going nowhere well, who's, she, who's she gonna find okay because she's trying to get with another nba nigga you can do the same thing like or another nfl or another athlete or another entertainer or another anything you're gonna do the same thing so it's like yeah i won't i won't i won't i'll say no to this person Okay, they'll be mad at me, but I'll hit them up later and take them out to eat, and then they'll be fine. Everything will be cool. Like, they don't understand consequence. So, when you don't understand consequence your whole life, and then when you get, it was your adult, like, from your time you're, like, 14 to, your, to whenever your career is over. It could be 19, it could be 20, it could be 30, 35. When you don't understand consequence, you live in an Instagram world that's just completely different. 
everything's going to get covered up. Okay, so <clears throat> you're thinking to yourself, you're always yourself. You're still in the, in the world of no consequence. But you're sitting there. And in your world of no consequence, everybody, fuck everybody. Okay, fuck everybody. That nigga was supposed to be there for me, man. Fuck that nigga. I see him with so-and-so now. Fuck him. Blah, 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 blah. It's like, what, what are you supposed to do with that, with that thought process? So you're like, man, fuck everybody. All right, bet. I'm not getting the attention I got as a kid anymore at all. So, all right, bet. What's up, nigga? What's up? I'm fucking strapped up. Neither one of the niggas had their lights on. That's why they both got caught. Like, man, sorry, y'all. I've been watching Mindhunter. So I'm, I'm starting to, you know, pay part, pay, sorry, anyways. But I'm saying, like, the, resor- the, 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 amount, the, re- the amount of violence they were going to resort to is, is screaming, somebody pay attention to me like you used to. And it's watching that Lenny Cook documentary, you see how he's treating his old lady. He's like, they're taking out the people who are closest to them, like who they love. And it's just like, I'm not supposed to be, we're not supposed to be in this situation, you know? And it's just like, they're, they're tough to live with because once you start talking about things, you start talking about things, they just resort to, man, when I, man, I used to do it. And it's just like, but anyways, sorry for rambling, but I'm just saying, like, the lack of consequence is what happens. You know, like, that's what I'm saying. You got to hold kids accountable. Like, the new kids coming up, the Dior Johnsons and the, the Monty Bateses and all that stuff. Like, Dior's with LeBron James every day, okay? Monty Bates has got his own Nike team. <laughs> all right? Like, he's 15, they're 15 years old. You know what I'm saying? And, I, and I'm not saying, I'm, I'm just using these kids as an example of the hype machine that's coming to them. Okay? Both are very, or both are worth it. You know, they deserve it. You know, both of them. But I'm saying it's like, there are going to be people who see them both and be like, man, watch, I hope neither one of them niggas make it. It's like, why? Why? Why even give that energy out to young kids chasing their dreams? And that's the energy that Sebastian and a lot of these, and Maurice, that's the, the energy that they felt more because, you know, they'd see it, you know, they wouldn't, when like somebody posts an old highlight of them on Facebook or, or Twitter at the time and they'd see it and people would be like, man, the niggas is bust, blah, 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 you know, like they're humans too. They see that, you know, and man, well, shit. Uh, Sebastian made twenty some million dollars. He shouldn't be acting like that. Sebastian Telfer's probably also taking care of thirty people. Okay, y'all don't know that either, man. But Steph was just—it don't matter. Steph was probably taking care of a, a lot of people. You can't take care of everybody. You got to take care of yourself too. Okay, because some of y'all say, I, "If I hit the lottery, you'd never hear from me again." Exactly. Why wouldn't we hear from you again? Because motherfuckers would be hitting you up, asking you for money, and that's the end of my TED talk. Y'all have a great day.